PGCE Research Bites, student teacher research from the team behind Emma and Tom Talk Teaching. Hello and welcome to another episode of PGCE Research Bites, the series where we share the very best student teacher research from the Cardiff Partnership for Initial Teacher Education. I'm joined today by Dan Gurner, who's just finished his PGCE secondary music programme, so he's a brand new, newly qualified teacher, so congratulations for that, Dan. And Dan's here to talk about his latest assignment that he did for the PGCE, in which he had to look at a topic, research it, come up with an intervention in the classroom which would have an impact on his pupils. So the obvious first question, Dan, what was your topic and why did you choose it? Thank you, Tom. So my topic was literacy and I chose to focus on the GCSE music appraising paper. So that's listening to pieces of music and describing them. And my main kind of focus was developing knowledge and application of vocabulary concerning the musical elements, things like melody, dynamics, rhythm, describing that in unfamiliar repertoire. And those of us who are music teachers know that when it comes to, well, music teaching in general, but particularly GCSE, there's a tendency for the pupils to be very good at the performing and quite good at the composing, and then to do really badly quite often by comparison on the appraising. Yeah, it's always one of those tricky topics as well. And the whole literacy focus was, I noticed it was relevant to examiners kind of reports from the WJC, so it is a nationwide kind of thing but also specific to the school context of there were some pupils with low reading ages and there was a real push on developing literacy in my CP2. So when we're talking about literacy, we're not even talking about kind of blobs and sticks and notation. We're talking about actual literacy, the ability to express yourself. Yeah, that was quite a tricky one. (laughs) Consulting the research and finding out that music literacy means something different to whoever's writing that particular article. There was things from reading notation from being able to write down the notes and rhythms that you hear to the definition I eventually settled on, which is a much broader idea of being able to talk critically and describe what you hear, essentially. So to the relief of music teachers watching this, we're not going to open the music notation can of worms. So the first thing that you did was do some reading. Uh, What kind of interesting things did you dig up from the literature? Yeah, after settling on that definition of music literacy, I then looked at some monographs by Alex Quigley, which was recommended by the University Literacy Lectures. He wrote two books, I think, Closing the Reading Gap and Closing the Vocabulary Gap, which were both very useful in discussing ways to teach kind of vocabulary and cross-curricular literacy. So there were things he argued quite correctly, I think, that it should be brought in from a much younger age primary school pupils, obviously my focus was year 11 in preparation for the GCSE exam. He mentioned an interesting point about music specifically, which is that not only do we have to be able to recall and accurately use the vocabulary, but there's also the issue we have to be able to pick it out in an audio clip, which that kind of makes music a unique subject, I think. Yeah, it's that difficult thing, isn't it, of describing using words, a thing that doesn't exist in words. You're kind of translating it. So we have a lot of specialist terminology, don't we, in music? And if you can't deploy that terminology, you struggle to to put your thoughts down on the page. Okay, so having had a little read of the literature, you designed an intervention that you could carry out with your, your GCSE class, I guess, was it? So what did you do with them to help them with this process of getting their thoughts down in words? So I think my first thing before starting the intervention was is designing a measure for that. So I created some 
exam style questions based upon the WJC guidance for what they would kind of be assessed on this year. So I focused on the extended musical elements essay question at the end of the paper and the film music question where they had to describe how, the, how a composer created a certain mood and atmosphere in a piece. So I set them those two type of questions, one at the start and one at the end, and basically measured the difference, the progress they had made. So the actual intervention, the bit in the middle of the sandwich, if you will, would be, I designed, initially it was an activity focusing on command words, which was something I got from Quigley's monograph separating out command with tier two vocabulary, he called it, from actual subject specific vocabulary, which he called tier three. So it's things like identify or describe or how teaching and how they would approach that type of question. It did become slightly apparent that learners didn't respond immediately well to <laughs> that kind of, this is what that word means, you do that. So in the preceding activities, I tried to make them a more practical focus of getting the same effect of them describing music that they hadn't heard before, but through a practical lens. So I actually gave them a little card which said melody and a word to do with melody, harmony and a word to do with harmony and so on for about four or five different elements and tasked them to create a short 20, 30 second piece which shows their understanding of those three or four things. And then they would perform that to the group and the other groups would try and guess what was on their card. So it was the same impact of guessing the vocabulary, but it was their own music. It felt like they were taking responsibility for it. I mean, what I really like about that is that you're taking that listening bit and you rightly say that the pupils are often a bit less uh, sold on the idea of doing listening stuff. They like to compose, they like to perform. And weirdly, we often kind of pull that listening part off to one side and deal with it separately when we've got that opportunity for them to kind of use it and, and see it in action in their own work. So, so there was a nice connection there because they're very good at describing how music makes them feel. They, they can tell you all sorts of stuff about how it makes them feel, but they find it really hard to work out what it is that makes that effect happen. So that, that was a really nice, nice touch yeah. to your intervention. I think it, it strengthened the skills because they were using performance composition and listening to inform each other. That kind of boosted their skills in all three. Yeah, and of course music is a holistic subject. We're very good at making it holistic <laughs> at Key Stage 3, aren't we? Performing, composing, appraising, all kind of joined together. As soon as we get to Key Stage 4 and 5, we have this tendency to pigeonhole. Yeah, so that, that was really nice. So what was the impact then in the end? Because I, I can see there was some measurement built into your intervention, which is good because we, we kind of need to know what the impact was. So, so what happened when you did it? I think in general, the marks between the pre and the kind of post intervention measures, they did go up. Quite a few of them scored noticeably better in things like recalling subject specific vocabulary and being able to actually accurately use it not just write down and reams of words which might, might or might have not been in the extract. So yeah, there was a noticeable increase there in both the film music one and the essay. And where there were some barriers to learning before, like having the confidence to break down a pretty big question and then just a couple of A4 pages, which can be quite daunting, break that down into kind of manageable chunks, listening to one element at a time 
that had improved by the second one. So it's a bit of an exam technique as well. Yeah, I have fond memories of that question myself. It's so easy for them, as you say, to write loads and not get very many marks in it. And yet you can write less and do really well. So the efficiencies, I suppose, in, in nailing down those command words and, and things like that. Okay, so what's your takeaway then as a music teacher now, um, having done this, this particular intervention, you're off into the classroom next year in your brand new job. What are you taking away from this piece of work? I think the biggest takeaway, there's two main ones, is the importance of literacy to not only music, but every subject. I think there is there are always a couple of pages at the back of the specification which outline the words that learners need to know. And we can't gloss over that in any way, shape or form. Not only have they got to be able to recognise their words, they've got to be able to use them and apply them to what they can hear. So take away one, the importance of literacy and building that cross-curricular skills of actually being able to teach techniques such as where the words come from and things like that. My second main takeaway is trying to develop practical kind of innovative approaches to teaching it such as the practically composition the performance-based task like that and that's one thing i'll try and embed more into gcse and a level teaching is making it more engaging when some bits of it might not be <laughs> yeah i know what you mean okay so on the pgce we we have this philosophy that we try to bring um, knowledge of various types you know research and, and also knowledge that you create in the classroom to bear on our practice and you're going to head off and i hate to break it to you you're going to be teaching more lessons when you're an nqt than you were as a as a pgce student so there's there's more pressure there but you did very, very well on both of your assignments. So you've obviously got quite a flair for this, this side of things. What are the next steps for you in terms of trying to keep this stuff going in your practice as a teacher? What are you interested in finding out about? How do you, how do you see it being part of your work? I can definitely see it having been quite useful for conducting action research in the school environment. And I think there's been a few presentations in like conferences recently of music practitioners conducting action research, trialling different methods, seeing what works, and then using those results in their practice. So that's definitely something I would like to take away from this assignment. Yeah, well, good luck in your future career. Thank you for sharing that with us. And uh, we'll be back with another Research Bite soon. PGCE Research Bites comes from the team behind Emma and Tom Talk Teaching and is presented this week by me, Tom Breeze. It showcases the best student-teacher research from the Cardiff Partnership for Initial Teacher Education. Thanks to Daniel Gurner from PGCE Secondary Music who joined us today to share his research. Podcast artwork is by Beth Blandford and the music is by Cameron Stewart. We'll be back with a regular episode next week and PGCE Research Bites will be back soon. <laughs>